This program might contain strong language. If you think you may be offended, switch off now. Hello. Listen closely. My name is Patty. I play an actioness, and there's not much time. You're listening to the mixtape. Hi. You've reached the mixtape voicemail. The mixtape is unavailable because the mixtape is at your mama's house. So leave a message, and maybe you'll hear your voice on a future mixtape episode. A hush falls over the crowd. A lone sea bean calls into the night. You feel sweat gathering in between your eyelid and the bony part underneath your eyebrow. What's that smell? It's Action S. Doesn't get better by Action S, and I happen to have one of the four members. Four members, correct, Patty? Four members, yeah. Used to be five, and now it is four. Ah, okay. Well, that's just simple math. I love simple math. It's much, much better than the uh, hardcore algebra, chemistry. Chemistry? There's math and chemistry. I meant to say calculus. Probably. Huh. I haven't done an interview for a while. I haven't done chemistry in a very long time. Uh, Neither have I. Chemistry was always never my forte. Mm, I didn't take chemistry, actually. I'm thinking about it now, and I didn't take it. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't. So then we have something in common, (laughs) because I don't make music. Ah. And you make music, and we. so that's something we do not have in common. Okay. Actually, we have... What we have in common is the uncommonality between us. Yeah, I think that's where you were going with that. That's I get exactly it. where I was going. That's good. Thanks. I, like that. I saw that. I saw that. The thought path to that made sense to me. Thanks, Patty. Yeah, no problem. You're a very kind gentleman. No problem, Sean. Thanks, man. Uh, so, Patty, you are in Action S, and you are the uh, you're uh, one of the vocalists and also the bassist. And uh, your other dudes couldn't be here tonight. I think they're just hanging out at Mickey D's having a Big Mac, right? Probably. I mean, oh, eh, well, I would personally probably force them to go to Jack in the Box. Ah, yeah. Uh, Do you have a favorite menu item from Jack in the Box? Uh, my go-to is just the sourdough jack. That's probably because it's one of the few things that I actually do enjoy from that <laughs> restaurant. So it's one of those things like when you tell somebody, oh, yeah, like my is this. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, my favorite is Jack in the Box. It's it's not actually that good or special. Now, so I really enjoy Taco Time mm. and and Red Robin. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. Do you ever garbage have, food? Yes, and you think there is definitely room in one's life for garbage food. Oh, there's <laughs> plenty. <of room. laughs> there's a lot of room, and if you're not careful, that's that takes up all of your space. Yeah, yeah, that's and, for sure. And then you become a garbage person. 
Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's one of the many ways that you could become a garbage person. You could be born a garbage person. You Mm -hmm. could be brought up to be a garbage person by other garbage people. And this is not to disparage the garbage man or garbage woman who has this as a job, as Mm -hmm. a career, as a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Because you know what? Thank you, sir or madam, for picking up my trash. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I leave it there for you. It's like Christmas Day every Tuesday for you. (laughs) Uh, so, Action S, you guys have an EP coming out. Uh, right now it's unreleased, but 5-11-2018 it will be released. It's called Deep, and um, you're having your um, release show at the Sunset mm-hmm. along with uh, who? Dirty Dirty. Weep Wave from mm-hmm. Seattle. Those two are both from Seattle. Okay. Good friends, great live bands, could do their own Seattle show and headline and draw well and have a lot of fun and have a lot of just celebration in and of themselves. Mm-hmm. And then a band from Portland called Kululu. I love that name. Yeah. I uh, I like to say things that I don't know are completely true mm-hmm. as if they're true. So I'm going to go ahead and say that that is, I think, like the vocalization or the onomatopoeia or whatever of a of a tur- of a turkey a oh, turkey really? call that is what i think it is or sounds like yeah you know what i'm in front of an internet i can look up the uh, oh. a turkey call yeah yeah shall i, I? Think so yeah yeah i'll just kind of uh ramble on about kululu they're great they're from portland they play like experimental like i said uh, earlier before we started mm-hmm. recording they're like experimental jazz mm-hmm. surfy rock uh and they just yeah that sounds that's like... a turkey's uh, t- okay so that's a turkey's call right but i'm talking about a turkey call like if you are well, trying to person let's say you're hunting wild turkeys <laughs> so like i should look up turkey call contest like with what? people no because it's gonna turkeys. be it's gonna no it'll be human be, beings calling we should probably just let it be true okay and just put it into the Ether of hey, you know it's true. To be honest, because Patty, you're just confusing the fuck out of me right now. I like it. You know, I was trying to like pull up a turkey call, mm-hmm. but it was the wrong turkey. This call. is the turkey's call I, again. This is the turkey's call, like a possessive turkey's mm. call. It's, it's it's their call. Let's. Uh, so great, you're having an, uh, an EP release mm-hmm. with Turkey Call. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Now tell me about your band name, Action S. Yeah. Where do you get that name? Um, well, we actually kind of had a smattering of ideas, and, and quite frankly, it was just trying to find a word or a name that sounded good and mm-hmm. that didn't take any kind of like weird meaning. So Action S technically is some sort of a combination of action and finesse in our minds, mm-hmm. but the true origin story is that the closest thing that we even got close to was action bastards. <laughs> and we were like, it's too male. Uh-huh. Hate that. Yeah. I don't like having bastard in the name just right. as, a, as a curse word. Don't like having a curse word in the name. Yeah. But we really like action a lot. Action something. Yeah. And you can't do action Jackson because that's a movie. No. And action Bronson, a great MC, though controversial. Exactly. We... We're like trying to come up with ideas. And I think Joel, our horn player, said, what about action-ness? That's cool. Now, and the thing that we came in with here, A Hush Falls Over the Crowd, that short paragraph that I read, that was not an original 
uh, thing by me. I did not write that. That's something from your website, yes. actioness.com. Yes. Who wrote that paragraph that, that I read earlier and that you helped me out with uh, playing the part of the lone sea bean? Uh, I did. You did? Yeah. Well, how many drugs were you on and are you on those drugs right now? <laughs> no drugs was I on and I'm on no <laughs> drugs right now. Uh, but I will say this. There's yeah. a lot of really weird abstract things that come out of our brains mm-hmm. just by nature of the four of us being together. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know if it's this just random weird chaotic energy or what it is, but we're equal parts like really quite serious about our performances and about being a band and completely fucking goofballs, insane. And that is just one example. I don't even really actually know what a sea bean is. Yeah. Uh, I was told the phrase Ian Reed sea beans and Ian Reed is the name of our guitar player uh, and I don't know I don't know what that is but I took that and Pacraw seems like a the sound a sea bean would make and sure. I thought if I was sweating I think at the time I was sweating in between my eyelid and the bony part underneath my eyebrow sure and we yeah. have said what's that smell sure it's before that's really so great that all came together yeah into a, a nice little tidbit I like I like that tidbit I like I like to write talking about writing um before we uh move on here I want to play another one of your songs for the people and I want to then ask you kind of how action has formed Mm. uh you were telling me before we started you've been around for about three years yes so I'm kind of curious how you guys met and and uh how it's going as a band now and uh so we're going to play a song here called menace uh Tell me a little bit about this song, Menace. And this is from your uh, your new EP, which will be coming out shortly, uh, called Deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, it is. It is kind of like the single, so to speak. Oh, cool. We thought that it was, um, well, it's kind of interesting, actually, because it is, to us, the song that is the odd song out. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of the EP is quite um, quite fast, and loud Mm -hmm. and uh, menace has the same kind of intensity but it is definitely very groovy Um, and it's basically written about this character this voice who um, is in complete I don't give a fuck mindset about their own selfishness and excess in particular Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's kind of about how much of an asshole that person can be or is. Nothing 
Yeah, I can only imagine that your live show, Patty, is just nuts. Just absolutely oh, nuts. A fun, fun time. Yeah, and uh, so again, uh, May 11th is your CD release for Deep. And this is an interesting brand of music that you're producing because you call yourself horncore, right? <laughs> yeah, post-horncore. Post-horncore. Post <laughs> uh, and, and it's like very like... Um, punk with sort of how your lead singer Ian yeah. is singing mm -hmm. and like hardcore punk and then you've got these horns in there mm -hmm. so tell me a little bit about sort of like how you decided to bring everything together and create this interesting sound that I don't think we're really hearing in Seattle right now cool yeah yeah well I appreciate you saying that and I at the risk of sounding uh, you know a little off to some people I agree I think that we I, I feel that we are pretty unique and what is so great about that is that we can play with a lot of awesome bands in Seattle, mm -hmm. a lot of a big spectrum of different local bands. And we tend to fit in in a variety of different places. And so that helps us make a lot of friends and, you know, we can all build each other up and play together. And it might be a punk show. It might be more marching band oriented, <laughs> which we are. Have you played with some marching bands? Oh, Sean, 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 Sean. <laughs> yes, Patty. Our horn player, Joel, is in like, I don't even, honestly, I don't know how many marching bands. I think it's three, might okay. be four. All right. He probably is sitting, he's going to hear this and be like, it's nine. <laughs> and uh, it's all a part of the honk community. So it's like all these brass players and marching band players and marching band participants. And there's tons of bands in Seattle. It's like, you wouldn't, you may not even know it if you didn't look into it, mm -hmm. but it is there. Wow. Oh yeah. And so we play, we play a lot of shows with them. Um, it could be one-off shows with some honk bands on the bill. We have had honk bands at our EP releases before. We have played at um, fundraisers for Honk Fest, which is the, a nationwide happening. It happens all over the country. Yeah. They have one in Seattle. That's I've never even heard of it's Honk. It's pretty nuts. And so Action Ness, back to the genre sort of topic, mm -hmm. we fit in with them because we have a horn player, because they are very punk rock and loud and kind of nasty, and like we feel that way about our music. Um, we all uh, honestly are completely different in terms of our influences. I'd say Ian and I are probably the closest in terms of the type of music that we like, but there's still a lot of differences there. But for the most part, the four of us all different like different music. Mm -hmm. um, we all have experience in different types of music and find ourselves kind of motivated by different types of music. Like our drummer, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Colvin, he uh, is into like funk music. He likes a lot of soul. He likes a lot of uh, electronic, and uh, he is he has these influences. And he listens to this music in his spare time. That mm -hmm. sounds absolutely nothing like our band, but yeah. it, it drives him in the creative space with us because it just it's it's what inspires him. You know, and is that sort of difficult now over the three years? Is that sort of been uh, difficult at some points to sort of tie all of your styles together into one sort of cohesive sound you know maybe your drummer wants to come in and says I've got this great funk beat mm -hmm. maybe it doesn't fit for a song or two but you know maybe you find a place for it tell me a little bit about how that works when you're trying to put um, a song together since you all have differing styles you know right well actually uh, we've taken I would say almost up to this point to really feel settled I feel like we're still growing mm -hmm. um, in ways that I would like to share, but actually are yet to be seen. Um, 
And for somebody that has a totally different, I mean, like we used to do a round robin style of songwriting. This is back when we have five members. Our fifth member was named Phil Mm -hmm. and Phil actually lives in Illinois now. So we're four and we used to do like a round robin thing. So Phil would have a song, you would have a song. I might have a song. Jimmy might have a song or Joel would have a horn riff. And we'd as a result have like a Latin song and a punk song and a blues song. And I think when we first started playing, which was up in Bellingham, Mm -hmm. we were kind of known as this band that had this like, you know, set list that none of the songs really fit together, but they were all kind of like good entries in, in their, in their own direction. And, um, over time, we just kind of got more punk rock, and then it started to get. Uh, we we kind of have this saying now in the creative space, which is like, we are always trying to write songs that we can't play. We're always trying to write harder and harder and more complicated and weirder mm-hmm. material, um, which is what keeps it interesting for us. And I think that is where you see a lot of the um, post hardcore and maybe like metal elements at yeah. times. Um, is because we just we were trying to develop as musicians. So um, at first, I think the the variety of styles was really playing a factor in the writing space. Right. But after writing a lot of songs and we've put out a handful of EPs and we've gotten rid of a lot of material we don't play anymore, we've ended up kind of where we are now. And mm-hmm. um, Ian, being our guitar player and our uh, singer, is the pretty much the principal songwriter. He brings forward most of the ideas mm-hmm. and we kind of all help them help him uh, develop them. Uh would you now I'm going to spring something on you. I'm sure. going to Bruce spring 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 something on you. Do it. Um do you want to play a little game of name that tune? Sure. This uh segment is brought to you by Menon. Uh, speed stick by Menon. You put it under your arms, it makes you feel real good at night and during the day and you just kind of have this fresh start uh much like America's doing. All right, welcome to Name That Tune. We're going to do Name That Tune Prince Edition. Oh, no. Is that a good oh no or a bad oh no? The worst. Oh, really? Oh, it's bad. Okay, so you don't know any of Prince. I would say that he has this He has this great song called Purple Rain. Right. I think there's a song called Raspberry Beret. Okay. There are others. There are others. Mm-hmm. All right, well, you know what? Why don't we just give this a try? Let's do it. I th- I'm down. Let's do it. I'm I d- I'm still going to play. <laughs> I love your enthusiasm. I'm yeah. I mean yeah. Prince all day, except for when you're not listening to Prince. Yeah, most of the time. Most most of the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would your bandmates get get any of these songs? You think? I do not believe so. Hmm. I chose the perfect category then. I really did. I would love to have all of them here right now about this really hard. How much of this do I get to listen to before I know? Uh, there's a minute and a half left. Cool. He might even get to the words that say the name of the song. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> no, I'm going to throw my hat in the ring here. Yeah? This song is called Now is the Time. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. That would be called Cream. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that it was probably a working title. How about how about this one? Okay, bring it. He oh wrote, yeah, for sure. This is um He wrote this one when he was 22. Oh yeah, this is uh uh I love the guitar in this song. Actually, I do want to I just want to see the thing. I really I'm I'm an idiot for not knowing Prince. I get that. 
I don't have anything against Prince yeah. at all. You just, just don't know him. Wonderful. I just, you know? Yeah, my parents didn't listen to him. There's lots of bands I don't know about that I probably should. Like sure. King Crimson. I have no idea. Oh, me neither. And I'm sure I would love it too. <laughs> yeah. I want to do it, but. Yeah. I know that Kanye sampled 21st Century Boy, if that's what it's called. 21st Century Man. Like, I don't even know. He would. He would do that. Yeah, he would. It's like, have you heard that one song by King Crimson? Have like, you heard my song? Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> My song sampled that. My song sampled that one famous band. This is, um, I think it might get to the hook. Um, this song is called Tonight. <laughs> he just said the name of the song. It's called I Want to Be Your Lover. Again. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic <laughs> Working title. Ever yeah. Tonight. Working title. Tonight. And you know what? If you add another tonight to the end of that tonight, you've got a Smashing Pumpkins Love song. that song. Yeah. Love Smashing Tonight, Pumpkins. tonight. Should have done that. I I also should have shit in my left hand, but then I wouldn't be able to work the mics. Mm. Mm-hmm. You can shit in your right hand, though. I don't have a right hand. Mm. I didn't notice that coming in here, but now I see it. <laughs> I mean, you don't see it. I'm really sorry. Oh, <laughs> I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. It's I feel okay. terrible. Yeah. Uh, although I look, kind of look out of the corner of my eye here, and based on the color of the sweater you're wearing, it yeah. reminds me of Fred from Scooby-Doo uh, with the blue mm-hmm. sort of like collar coming out of the um, the white shirt. And oh. then the, 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 with the red underneath, it's yeah. almost as if there's an ascot. But then I look over here, and I'm like, no. Right. Cause, so you're kind of comparing me to Fred. No, 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 of no. Scooby Doo. Only wears... like if I'm looking this way oh. here and I'm squinting and yeah. I'm looking out of the corner of my eye. Right. But then I look at you and I don't see yeah. it. Yeah. I kind of wish I had an ascot on. It takes a lot, actually, a very long time to fix one of those. Really? It's very complicated. You ever yeah. worn they're one? Actually, yeah, I have. They're, they're several feet long. You basically have to um, sort of wrap your body like a mummy uh-huh. in a way uh-huh. um, with the entirety. And in, in that, you don't usually wear underwear under this either. So you need to wash your ascot. You can't. <laughs> use it more than once but yeah that what you see at the top is just it's kind of like it's kind of like the large colon it's uh-huh, all uh-huh. snaked and kind of lumped inside of you but if right. you stretched that out and wrapped it around your body it's a lot bigger and than pulled you pulled it out the top it would look like an ascot speaking of colons mm-hmm. i learned something just yesterday okay that's pretty fucked up let's hear it Do you want to hear about it yeah 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 okay it's called transanal evisceration Oh, oh no. Do you know what this is? Okay, let me think about this. Trans. Oh, mm, this isn't going to be good. <laughs> I know what words mean. I haven't heard of this before, but right, this will and, be bad. And these words put together is okay. bad. Transanal. Evisceration. So um, imagine a swimming pool, right? Okay. Full of water. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's good. Normal swimming pool. Normal swimming pool. We're all pool, fine right now. Right. And you know uh, the swimming pool sort of uh, suction drain at the bottom that sort of keeps sucking water? Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Yep. Okay. No, I get you. Now, imagine like a four-year-old kid. Oh, uh uh-huh. No, I I see exactly where this is going. And the kid sits on the suction. That's a big big no-no. That's a big no-no. You know what? So just just to let you know what happens here, kid sits on the sucking suction yeah and and get stuck to it and, and then their part of their colon gets part of, ripped, ripped out ripped out of their asshole oh my <laughs> fuck yeah oh my fuck look you, it up you know I what? mean my I, mother listens to everything that we do and i know uh-oh. she's heard no 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 don't don't worry about that <laughs> sorry i mom. know she's heard some some crazy fucked up things uh-huh. so it's okay i love you mom and thank you for not really teaching me not to do that right. but like 
Never also, l- not really ha- like having a swimming pool at my house would probably be the best. That right. would have been the best deterrent. I would say always stick to a kiddie pool, one without any suction bottom. Yeah, that would be a good idea because in addition to transanal evisceration, right, you could get stuck to. You could have your back stuck to that. You could right. drown. You could get like a hickey on your back, and then your girlfriend or boyfriend would be like, "Hey, what have you been doing? I thought mm-hmm. you were at the pool. Where'd you get that goddamn why hickey? Do you, why? Why? And then it's and then when you tell them, and then you say, "I went swimming," and then they say, "You told you told me that we would go swimming, right? And that and you were you had said specifically that you were going to wait until I got back, and then we could go swimming together, right? And so I feel like you've betrayed my trust. So then you're in trouble for having a quote hickey, and then also for ditching your girlfriend or boyfriend and going swimming without them. Yeah, and going swimming without them when they were busy and they had spe- again, like they had specifically said, I yeah. I would like to go swimming yeah. with you, us together. So don't go swimming. Wait for me. Right. And it's but it was a be- it's a beautiful day. But then here's the thing. This is the card that you can pull. You can say, "Honey, forget about this quote hickey. Look at my colon. It's coming out of my asshole." <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's what you should be paying attention to. Cue slow wah wah guitar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. Well, you know what? We're going to forego the rest of that prince name that tune. Oh, man. I was what? hoping the next one would be called Raspberry Evisceration. Evisceration. Yeah. yeah. No, that's later on in the show. You know, I, yeah, there's a lot of bands out there that I haven't listened to that I probably should. And I know Prince is one of them. I had a guy I worked with that loved Prince mm-hmm. the way people love Prince, the way sure. people love lots of different musicians. And, and Prince is obviously very talented and a very, very interesting character. So and I'm they, hoping one day I get to that. And they just released uh, his version of um, Walking uh, on the Sun. <laughs> yes, auto tuned. Auto tuned. Come on. <laughs> you know what? That would actually probably be pretty good. Yeah. If Prince did it. Is that it? That's you sound like Prince. Yeah. That's the lyrics. I had that album growing up. Oh, I'm Fushy sorry. Mang, Smash Mouth. I'm sorry. About My parents that. were a victim of the CD buying clubs. Not a victim, but that's how we got like oh, like uh, Columbia, Columbia music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Paula Cole. We got Third Eye Blind. We got uh, we got uh, Chumbawamba. That oh. record, Tub the Tum record, the Tub, tub Thumping. Have you heard that? I've full, heard like, of the whole album. I haven't heard the whole album. No, dude, it's the weirdest shit. I actually put it on last year uh-huh. when we were touring. And we got to track like six or seven, and I was like, "We'll make it through the whole thing." And I was driving, so yeah. it's like my my wife is in the passenger seat. It's like I get to choose the music, right? And they were just like, the rest of the band was like, "Turn it off, really? Turn it off? It's fucking awful." And it really, it's it's not that it's awful, but it's like really strange. Now I need to like go to YouTube and just like listen to, to that whole record. Yeah, it's really odd. That song "Tub Thumping" is about overthrowing. Like your 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 political and your economic oppressors. Really? Yes. That's not what you would think upon listening to that. That song. is exactly what the song is about. Let's break this down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. Right. Never gonna keep me down. Pissing the night away. What we're being distracted with. He takes a whiskey drink. He takes a chocolate drink. He takes a lager drink. No vodka drink. Vodka. I say chocolate or chocolate. Wasn't there? A, was there a weird Al parody of that? No. No, it's The Simpsons. Homer says, "I take a whiskey drink. I take a chocolate drink." <laughs> That's why it's in my head. So it's whiskey drink, vodka drink. Lager drink, cider drink, songs remind me of the good times. Right. It's like we're all distracted getting drunk. Right. Or it could be like we're in some sort and of And then like there's songs that remind meeting. me of the better times. Best times. Yeah, good times, best times. Oh, tiny boy. Christ. It's like, like Christ the king as your neighbor or 
Maybe it has the flavor, but... <laughs> this is almost like a pop-up yeah. video. He's like... <laughs> right here. They're like the dude... What is it? Danbert No Bacon, I think his name is. He... Oh, dude in the... Ba- that, yeah, he's the, the guy name? behind Chumbawamba, and he's like an anarchist, hardcore, activist fucking dude. Really? Yeah, I get knocked down. Think wow. about that next time you don't... It's not like just some hit. He... It happened to be, but... Right. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I, the other day I went down a rabbit hole of transanal evisceration. Now, <laughs> tonight I might have to go down a rabbit hole of, of Chumbawamba. Of Chumbawamba I wouldn't. evisceration. I think this is the only, to me, this is the only record worth checking out. And I say that without ever having heard any other of, of Chumbawamba music. stuff. Exactly, yeah. By the way, I've heard that the next, after your EP comes out deep on May 11th, your next album's going to be called Transanal Evisceration. Yes, that's actually correct. And uh, I I feel like I should have told you that we didn't want to announce that yet. But Sorry. But since you're saying it now, we yeah. are going to be putting out another record yeah. after deep. It is called Transanal Evisceration. So yeah. that comes out on July 27th. Mark your calendar. Right. That's really perfect. That's really awesome. Yeah. Um, well, I tell you what, uh, Patty, we are uh, we're gonna get out of here. It, I, I wanted to go out with um, your song called "Movement Dark" because it's definitely different from the rest Ooh, of your EP. I like this a lot too because this song is not yet released to the public. Oh, yeah. Should I not play it? You know what? Let's do it. I think this is gonna be coming out close to the CD release, and yeah. this yeah. is a great track to go out on, and it's uh, something different. Okay. I think. All right, well, again, Patty, this has been fantastic. Action S is the band, actions.com. Uh, Deep is coming out May 11th, and your show uh, is going to be that night at the sunset. I really appreciate you coming by today and letting me chit chat with you and talk about all the weird things. Sounds good. This is a song called Movement Dark, and I, I don't even think I said the name of the show at the top of this interview. You're listening to the mixtape with Sean Tatori and Patty. Bah. Uh, why don't you say a couple of things for me? I think I've got you, though. Smell that what's eyebrow, your underneath part, bony, the and eyelid, your between in gathering sweat. Night, the into calls, bean, see, lone, a crowd, the overfalls, a hush, a. That was perfect. Good. <laughs>